This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. All right, folks, welcome back into the action line as we kick off now our uh, first guest in studio with us, and that is Bonnie Nelson, and it is conference time, folks. So day two of three, it's going to be over at Victory Christian Center. It's Firestorm on Fire, and uh, with us, Bonnie Nelson. Good morning. Hey, good morning. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming out, getting up nice and early with us here. So you got a busy day ahead of you. Yesterday, the first day of three. Today, after you leave here, back over to Victory Christian Center for uh, for the second day. So tell us a little bit about Firestorm on Fire, uh, prophetic ministry. Mm-hmm. You, of course, uh, friends with Scott, who's got the show on Sunday. That's kind of how we all got connected and was really excited. He was talking about the event. And uh, so tell us a little bit about this. It's going to be a Victory Christian Center starting yesterday, again today, and then and tomorrow. tomorrow. Right. Well, uh, I've been uh, with Firestorm Ministries from about 20, 21 years now. And the one thing that happened to me is my life fell apart and... Uh, I had uh, been in the music business and everything, and my bass player said, hey, if you want a word from God, there's some people down here in Huntsville, Alabama. And I thought, boy, I need a word from God. So I went to Huntsville, and I met a group of people that were called the prophets, prophetic people. And they were so open, and they were their ministry was to help others, to disciple. And so I knew nothing because I hadn't been a churchgoer. And so I, I came in and I, I got all these words. They spoke two hours over me of things that I never thought possible. And I, I was just amazed. And uh, being I was in Smyrna at that time, and one of the ladies that was there was from Smyrna, like a mile from my house. I mean, it was just a God-ordained event. Mm-hmm. And so it triggered something in me, a hunger to want to know more about this God and the things that they said. So I had these the cassette tapes. You know, at that time, I had like a cassette tape full. Mm-hmm. So uh, I started learning and studying involved online with this ministry called Firestorm. And Deb Ingram had it, and so I was with her, started teaching. After I was learning and studying, she called me and said, I want you to teach. And I said, well, I don't have a seminary degree. I don't have any of that kind of stuff. How can I do that? She said, we are a Holy Ghost-led ministry. And I thought, well, okay, so if I'm supposed to do this and God's with me, then I'm going to do it. So that increased my study time. And I started doing a Monday night forum. So then we started thinking, we should have a conference. We should all get together because on Firestorm, we were online. It's not like we had our next-door neighbors. It's We had people in all these different states. So we had our first conference at uh, down in Nashville. And it was in conjunction with somebody else's conference. Cindy Jacobs was down there. And so we came for that, and we all came together. And that started it. Then we said, we're going to do our own. But the neat thing about it is that it's about you. It's not about uh, just watching somebody. It's a training place. It's a learning place. It's a place to stretch your gifting. It's a place to find your giftings. So if you're looking, if you can't figure out who you are in Christ, you know, most of the people come on fire and they say, I just don't know what my purpose is. I just don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I'm going, chill out. We'll find out here. And so the prophetic comes in and 
A prophetic word is an incredible thing that God gives people. They hear His voice, whether it's just in their mind or they see things, hear things, whatever it is, they bring forth a word. And what I always tell people is this, God gives you a word, and so the prophetic person reaches up into the supernatural and grabs that word that God has. It's a future word. It's a future word. Some people say confirmation. Yeah, 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 I get it. It's a future word for you to take, and it's going to give you the ability to do something you couldn't do two seconds before that word came. So at that point, God is saying, this is where I see you doing this. And there, there have been people say, well, I'm not a pastor. And I said, well, the word came forth that said you were a pastor. Maybe you ought to start learning and uh, writing down some sermons to get ready so when the door does open, that you can just go through that door. Otherwise, you'll be saying, oh, well, I could maybe get you something in a couple weeks because there'll be somebody else sitting over here that will be ready. So it's a get ready time. And Firestorm is a fiery ministry that is about you. And it stirs up that gift that's inside of you, that spirit of Christ that's inside of you. So I want to encourage people to come. It's it's Friday night. Come on, what are you doing Friday night? Friday night, Saturday night, and in the mornings, the 10 o'clock services is where we do training, activations, equipping, equipping you. And if you don't think you need to be equipped for the time we're in now, you're missing it we got to come together, and we've got to be on fire. That's interesting. You go to you know, a lot of times, uh, folks that grew up in church and, and that know, you know, a lot of time the leader of the church, the pastor, the minister, uh, reverend, might might be the one who, who gives that message and, and spreads that word. But you're saying maybe everybody kind of has that in them. If they if they can reach down and find it, everybody could have that, that experience and that knowledge and that, uh, you know, Christ in them. Sure. Paul said, I wish that you all would prophesy. So we're called prophetic people. If you have the spirit of Christ in you, he is the spirit of prophecy. He's the prophet. You want to keep him quiet? Come on, set him free. Let him show you. Let him help you be who you're called to be. And then we can talk about destinies and and things that you're called to do. But the passion, we're looking for passion. We're not looking for somebody to have to do a job, just ho-hum, and just, you know, like you're in slavery. We've been set free. The things that he's put in us, a lot of people don't even realize. And when you find that, when you find those gifts that start bubbling to the surface, oh my goodness, then life comes. Life, an exciting life. It's not just the doldrum. It's a fun thing. People say, well, you're having too much fun. I said, I was called to have fun. I was called to be a minister of edification and, and comfort and exhorting. I wasn't called to sit here and say, well, it really looks bad. I'm called to speak life into people and to stir that up. Bonnie Nelson, our guest in studio, and she's going to be busy the next couple of days, including, well, I guess everything started on Wednesday. So the fellowship dinner on Wednesday at 7 uh, into Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Of course, Thursday, then first night of three of Firestorm on Fire, the prophetic ministry. So today, what are the times today? Of course, we got you here in studio bright and early. What does the rest <laughs> of the day look like? All right, 10 o'clock in morning sessions and 7 o'clock. But we have speakers like uh, Pastor Ray Frost from Victory Christian, Terry Thompson, originally from England who traveled with a lot of the uh, people who were in the um, healing ministries. And we also have, um, on Thursday night, 
Pastor Don McCain, a local. Don is a favorite around everywhere. We have people we're going to be streaming in some of the dancers, worship dancers from Jamaica. Wow. Uh, one of our leaders in Sweden, Eva Windahl, will be filming her and bringing her in. But all around that is all the personal stuff and all of the freedom to worship with the matas, like the staffs mm-hmm. or the flags, or we'll have the billows, we'll have the banners. We're going to worship. We got the tambourines out. We are ready. We got the uh, two of, of these plywood boards where you can take that mata and we can hear the sound. We're releasing the sound of worship, shaking the heavens. <laughs> so, and then this event too seems like something that maybe you know would spread over multiple denominations. So, folks out there belong to a particular church. Is this something you're inviting anybody and everybody to come have this experience? Yes. Why would I separate us? The world is separating and dividing way too much. We need to come together. If you're, if you love God, if you don't know God. If you want to know God, come get around people that do know Him. Come get around people that are on fire, because you cannot catch the fire of God if you're sitting around people that are all just tired out. You have got to get around, catch catch the fire, get with those people. And tell me, the this is you know the best part when you're inviting folks in is is the cost. This is something you're saying is completely free, and you're just inviting people to come by and and just join you guys and be there. That's all you ask. We had a donation made from a gentleman and his wife, uh, Mark Anderson, and he has paid the cost for us to film it. It'll be on the Zoom program uh, live, so that you can come on that, and you can go to our ministry, FirestormMinistries.com, and look for the Green Lion and uh, for my name up there, and you can catch how to get in the forums. There is no charge. We do take up an offering, but that's not our focus. The people that are coming, the core of Firestorm, are family. We met each other online, and some we have not met for 10 years, 15 years. So it's a coming together of people to learn who they are and to receive comfort and to understand they're important. Everybody's important. Your prayers are important. I can pray by myself, but it says if two or more gather There's more power that way. And I believe God is raising up what I call a remnant in a remnant. So there's a a bunch of uh, dry bones, possibly, that are sitting out there and thinking, oh, come on, get up out of that chair, get up off that couch, come on. You've got things to do, people to see, and you've got words to speak for the Lord. I absolutely love it. I love the energy. This is going to be a a great next couple days, of course, kicking off yesterday, really kicking off on Wednesday with the dinner, and then, of course, Thursday, the first of three nights. Victory Christian Center is going to be the location, 1641 Middle Tennessee Boulevard here in Murfreesboro. It's Firestorm on Fire, Prophetic Ministry, and uh, Bonnie Nelson, of course, going to be leading the charge on that. Any final thoughts, any more notes for folks who are thinking about coming in? How's parking looking? Is this uh, Parking's open, wide open, plus the fact that you're going to love the music. The music is going to set you up higher in the kingdom because worship opens the door to the throne room. If there's if there's a first heaven, that's us. The second heaven is where all the warfare is going on with Satan and all the those beings. The third heaven is the throne room. And so we fight with the worship. We worship God and we create an opening in the heavens to be able to go up to God. And that's what he's looking for. He's already been in the house. We've had the den worshipers. We've had the uh, the gap ministries there. And we've had the burn group. The house has been full of worshiping people. And I don't want you to think for a moment that if you're an older kid, and I'm talking about an older, Moses did not start his ministry till he was 80 years old. So I'm telling you, older kids, we want you to. You have purpose. You have meaning. It's not over. Matter of fact, it's just beginning. So you've got two days. Today and tomorrow. Come on. Come on. 
All righty. Absolutely love it. Bonnie Nelson in studio with us here on the Action Line for just a couple hours till they kick off day two. And then, of course, uh, tomorrow, Saturday, going to be the third day, and they'll just be out there all day, music and gathering, and um, just just some good people and some good times. So any yes. final thoughts, Bonnie? I just want to encourage you to come be with other believers. God's looking for people. He's not looking for superhumans. He's looking for people with a heart. So come on out and join with us. And uh, it's not about being silly, ooey, gooey. It's about being real, real people that love the Lord, that want to share your giftings with you so you know where you are. And then for those who already know and who are gifted, who have been sitting on the sidelines, come on, we need you. We need prayers to go up over this viral thing that's affecting our nation, the division that's coming, the anger, the hate that's spreading. We're really under attack by evil. Evil is trying to take over our nation. We need you. Come help us. Come help us. Alrighty, folks, that is day two and three today and tomorrow over at Victory Christian Center. It is Firestorm on Fire Prophetic Ministry. Coming up next on the Action Line, we are joined by the First United Methodist Church. They're celebrating 201 years. Last year, the 200-year anniversary, not able to get that off the ground due to COVID. So we're going to celebrate and talk about that this year. It'll be the 201st year anniversary, and we'll be talking about that coming up next on the Action Line. We are your good neighbor station. Thank you for listening, and we'll be right back. For this afternoon, scattered showers and storms possible will see a high near 87. Shower and storm chances tonight lows around 70. I'm meteorologist Derek Dolman on News Radio WGNS. Right now, 73. Good morning. Traffic's on the increase out here as expected on 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area. All that traffic headed towards 840, coming down 840 itself. Not too terribly bad here at 924. Lots of radar out here this morning. Give yourself plenty of extra time. Hey, Oktoberfest at Obergatlinburg is September 24th through October 31st. Log on today, obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. issues? There's someone local you can talk to. Financial Coaching Radio with certified financial planner Jason Qualls. Weekdays at 4 on News Radio WGNS. At Johns Hopkins, I'm Elizabeth Tracy. If you've had a heart attack, a new app that's been developed at Johns Hopkins could help you avoid a second one by engaging you in your own care. Seth Martin, a cardiologist at Hopkins and one developer of this app called Corey, explains. Cori is, C-O-R is Latin for heart, and Cori is a mobile health app that helps guide patients in a holistic way through their cardiovascular disease prevention. We built an interdisciplinary team here at Hopkins, clinicians, patients, engineers coming together to build Cori. We partnered with Apple. Apple is a key industry partner for us early on. They helped us make Cori intuitive and easy for patients to use. Martin says early validation studies on Corey have shown that patients begin using it even while they're in the hospital recovering from a heart attack, and it helps them interact with the medical team taking care of them. He hopes Corey will be available more widely soon. At Johns Hopkins, I'm Elizabeth Tracy. CEO Radio, I'm Ray Hoffman. Typically, a young company can begin to scale up and really go for its goals when it gets to a Series B funding round, the way San Diego-based DTX Pharma did a few months ago when it raised $100 million. 
the three years leading up to raising the Series B was getting the pitch right, telling as many people about the story as, as you can, and sort of learning from them what resonates. As told by CEO Artie Suko, the story is how RNA technology, similar to the COVID vaccines, can be used as a platform for treating any number of conditions, like retinitis pigmentosa. And last year, he brought aboard as COO another San Diego life sciences leader who had already gone through a Series B. Denise Bevers. We had some new data on a new program, and we really highlighted that. The top life science investors on the street began to show significant interest. And then, as you know, Ray, they start to tell their friends. And the next thing you know, we really had an unbelievable syndicate for our Series B. At 100 mil. With CEO Radio, I'm Ray Hoffman. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. In December, Demas's will be here for 32 years. My parents started this restaurant They wanted a place that was affordable, that people can come and be able to celebrate their special occasions or be with their family. And we have strived to keep things the same as what they have created it. We encourage you to come and try Demas's Restaurant at 1115 Northwest Broad Street at Demas's Restaurants. Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City. We are here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and our family would love to help your family take care of your pets. If the heat and humidity has you spending lots of time indoors these days, we have all of the things you need to relax at home with a calming aquarium. Here at Animal City, we have both saltwater and freshwater fish and an experienced staff that can help you take great care of either. Animal City is at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, Analexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street, online at TireWorld.us. It's so important that we recognize our veterans, shake their hands and say how proud we are of the service that they have given to our country and that we thank them for that. I am Becky Bookner and we salute our veterans. Honoring and remembering those who served in our military, here is today's Salute to Veterans. True American hero, Norm Elzir. We talked to a World War II veteran. What would be the closest moment? to death was that being shot down that one time were you ever oh, captured or anything like no, that? no we weren't captured i landed in a tree and i was unconscious i woke up there were three rifles pointed at me strange uniforms one guy says Englishki, Amerikanski, germanski and i said american and he cut me down and hugged me these were the chetnik people that took care of us that was really something there was a guy by the name of General Draza Mihalovich, general of the king's army, and the king was deposed by the Tito, the communists. But this general told his people, you take care of the Americans. He always did that. Tell us how you got rescued. A gentleman by the name of Vajoinovich, he was in the OSS, which is the CIA today. They had put together this idea of coming in and getting us with airplanes. They come in with C-47s. Each C-47 had six P-51 escorts. And they come in, it was about one in the morning. And I was on the first plane out because I was sick at the time. That's what the book, The Forgotten 500, refers to. They actually flew out over time, 500, saved us. And all of our names, there were rescues in the back of that book. This has been a salute to veterans on WGNS Radio. 
Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran. Hummingbird Hill is an equal opportunity provider. Hummingbird Hill is Smyrna's newest apartment home community for people 62 and older. Located at 443 Mason Tucker Drive. Income restrictions apply. Background and credit check required. This is Kim Dunaway from Sunshine Nutrition Center. You hear me on Monday mornings at 720 talking about how to lead a healthier lifestyle. We carry supplements, personal care, and grocery items at both our Murfreesboro and Smyrna locations, family owned and operated since 1989. Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system. WGNS listeners get $50 off. 615-930-0088. A whole house air purifier. 615-930-0088. Old friends, new name, better together, as First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but we'll always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. WGNS talks about all things local. It's Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett. Weekday mornings at 10 on WGNS, AM, FM, and online. Welcome back in. Right now the time, 8.35 on the dot. We welcome in our second guest now for the action line is Pastor Drew Shelley and well, if you're listening and hanging out with us on Sundays, of course, you know his voice. Pastor Drew Shelley, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me today. I'm glad to be with you. Absolutely. Awesome. So uh, a lot to talk about today, but I kind of wanted to start off and just let folks kind of catch up to what we were just discussing. So the 200-year anniversary last year. That's right. Not able to have a proper celebration, so we're kind of pushing it to this year and then looking forward to a, a good celebration in the 201st-year anniversary. That's exactly right. Fantastic. So 200 years, uh, 200 years and one for the First United Methodist Church here in Murfreesboro. Um, so tell us a little bit about some of the celebrations, some of the things you guys are planning. I know there's a time capsule. You guys have uh, put together a book that you know folks can read on and, and learn more about you guys. But um, let's start off with the time capsule. What a cool idea. Yeah. So the uh, the old church downtown here, which, as most of you know, uh, part of it has been demolished. And in, in that work, uh, we were able to salvage the cornerstones from the 1910 portion of the building and the 1955 portion of the building. In that 1955 building, there was a, a copper box that's kind of a time capsule so we're going to open that uh over at uh, first methodist where it is now 265 thompson lane and uh, we'll open that on our 201st anniversary and see what we find we we really don't know what's in there there are some people still around who remember that going in when they put that cornerstone in but uh, we'll see what we find and uh, just celebrate whatever it is in that little box and if you talk to some of those folks who have been around and uh, maybe, you know, maybe not for the full 200 years, but for a larger portion of the 200 years, what are some of their experiences and, and stories from, you know, 2021 and then rewinding back into the 50s and 60s, a little bit of a different time? Things looked a little different around here. That's exactly right. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, our 200 years of history have taught us a lot, uh, being able to dig deeply into those 200 years. Evelyn Hicks is the editor of our book, which I have here and I'll talk about in a few minutes, but Evelyn has done so much work 
along uh, with Jerry Brookshire and others who have studied the history of our church family. And what we have found is uh, a heart for the community all the way back to the beginning. You know, we believe because of our faith that Jesus is bringing life in the midst of death always, and we're called to be part of that life uh, in whatever community we may uh, find ourselves. And in our case, it's Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. And so there's so many stories in this book of, of folks from this community of faith engaging in some really good and meaningful work in the life of our community. And Evelyn, of course, I just uh, you know spoke with her a little bit earlier this week, and she was kind of the one that arranged the interview, and um, you know was kind of the the middle point in uh, the communication between us and you guys. So uh, she was really excited to talk about the book and you know talk about some of the history of uh, First United Methodist. Anything you learned when when you guys started going through these books and things that you didn't even know that you thought you know wow that's 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 interesting because there's probably so much information in there that that folks haven't even um, got to tap into yet. Absolutely, there's several things. Uh, one is just how many places we have been over time uh, after the the church was kind of sparked out of a, a camp meeting out in the Windrow community and we've got bus tours going out there later this year when the weather gets a little better less less hot to go on a bus tour uh, but in any case you know the church gathered first in a home right here in downtown Murfreesboro and then uh, one building and then another building and this all this story plays out in the book but we moved around quite a bit before winding up where we are now out on Thompson Lane but uh, just a community of faith gathered together figuring things out as they grow hey we don't have enough room anymore let's let's go over here and do a new thing and let's see what God's going to do in that place and along the way you know, so many memories are made and uh, these places become very special to us uh, for example the old church building that we're so happy to hear is, is actually going to be kept and preserved the old sanctuary downtown here the developers are working really hard to to keep that a, a very special place and we're happy to hear that and to have been part of that conversation too as as they figured things out well, Murfreesboro unique in that way, how quickly it's grown in the last 20 years. So as the city grows, the church family grows and, and need for more space. But uh, bigger and better things, of course, possible with the bigger church family, more resources and, uh, you know, more space to worship and do those things. Right. Yeah, there's there's a neat story about our church bell, which hung in the old church and has been moved to the new church. We ring it every Sunday morning about five minutes before both worship services. Well, there are three worship services, but we ring it before worship and uh, it reminds us of our history. But uh, that bell uh, rang out uh, when women received the right to vote so many years ago. And uh, it, there's an interesting story that goes with that bell ringing out. Uh, allegedly, it was the only bell in Murfreesboro that rang because people were not overly happy about women receiving the right to vote. But our bell did ring because uh, mainly the women had gathered downtown and they stood on the front porch and they waited until the man rang the bell. And I think he probably said, what am I going to do? Nobody else is ringing the bell, but these women say I'm ringing this bell, so I'm going to ring it. And, and we as a church family have lived into that too. When these kinds of things happen for the good of the whole, for the good of all people, we celebrate, we celebrate. And, uh, that's a neat story that, uh, that I love to, to hear about. Pastor Drew Shelley joining us in studio from First United Methodist Church of Murfreesboro. We're talking about the 200-year anniversary, which was actually last year. So this is the 201st year anniversary. Are you guys billing into the 200-year anniversary, or are we just going to go ahead and go with 201? Well, we're going to go with 201 <laughs> in our speaking, but we have a lot of printed things that already had 200 on them. We've got bumper stickers and uh, refrigerator magnets and pins. They all say 200 years, but we can keep celebrating. So one of the nice things is we were able to get out a couple weeks ahead of the actual big celebration, the big day, which is going to be in September. 
members. And now as we talk with folks about this and, and you know talk about some of these things, um, they're going to have a chance to be a part of this on September 26th. So tell us more about uh, the yeah. event on the 26th. Uh, the 26th is our actual anniversary. It's our birthday, uh, in, in a sense. And so we'll be having worship that day. That's a Sunday. Uh, we'll have all three of our normal worship services, uh, uh, modern worship, worship at 8.30 and 10.30 and traditional worship at 10.30. We'll include in those worship services special recognitions appropriate for our 201st anniversary. Uh, and everything culminates with uh, dinner on the grounds for the whole church family and the community. Y'all are all invited. This is not just our history. It's our, our community's history, too. And so we're going to celebrate with a great meal that we'll share together, a little program, some, some fun stuff, some entertainment some music and uh and then some stories from the book some history minutes that we'll uh, share and remember together again and then we'll, we're going to get those uh, cornerstones out and open the time capsule and see what we find in there we will also be putting together a new time capsule to, to store someplace and let it be open in another 100 or 200 years absolutely awesome so one of the things 50 years, 100 years from now that I'm sure will be talked about when we're looking back through the history of uh, Murfreesboro, but you know, even particularly with you guys, is this last year being pretty challenging in a lot of ways and kind of having to adjust and, and figure out new ways to do things and um, you know, give that message to the community and, and be able to have those resources available. A lot of that may be moving to online, so a lot of folks have that ability to watch you guys on YouTube now and different things. Talk about that. How has that kind of shaped your guys' vision and going forward how is that a benefit because it, it really is in a lot of ways you could use that as a tool uh, to reach more people folks who can't get out of the house for whatever reason um you know now have have that option oh my goodness i've been so proud of our staff and our folks in the church family for adapting so quickly uh, when we first got into this COVID thing you know we had we all felt like we needed to close our facilities to protect people uh, within days we were completely online on the radio on youtube available in so many ways and uh, we worked really hard to make sure that people could access their community of faith in those ways we also wore out the telephone we made thousands of phone calls over the course of that year just checking on each other uh, but our people stayed connected they stayed uh, engaged and what i'm so proud of is is that our people continued the work of ministry uh, we host uh, stepping stones which is an overnight shelter thing for some folks in our community and uh, that kept happening. Uh, we took a short break, but we had some doctors on the crew, and they figured out how to how to do stepping stones overnight safely. And uh, just real proud of that, and our people for digging deeply and realizing that hey, we may not be able to gather in the building, but we still need to gather, and we still need to be about God's work in the community. And that happened. Nothing slowed down, and uh, that was a real gift. I know a lot of folks had, had maybe moved service outside, probably not in August, wouldn't be the most enjoyable time, but different parts of the year. Um, is that something you guys have thought about maybe doing again on a cooler day, maybe on a Sunday when it's not we so did, hot? Uh, we, we came back together in July of last year outside, July and August, and it was miserably hot. Uh, but we we found a way to get in our our space is very large and so we were able to spread out and uh, do social distancing and masks and all those sorts of things and and it worked you know it worked we didn't have uh, sung music for a while we have it now but we took a break from that to make sure we weren't spreading germs into the air and so forth but uh, so glad to have that back in place now that we have vaccines and things and um, it, it's it's working much better now. All righty. Well, we're going to continue this conversation in just a moment. Pastor Drew Shelley joining us from First United Methodist here in Murfreesboro. We're going to take a check on that weather and traffic. We'll be back in just a moment. 
For this afternoon, scattered showers and storms possible will see a high near 87. Shower and storm chances tonight lows around 70. I'm meteorologist Derek Dolman on News Radio WGNS. Right now, 73. Good morning. Traffic's on the increase out here as expected on 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area. All that traffic headed towards 840, coming down 840 itself. Not too terribly bad here at 924. Lots of radar out here this morning. Give yourself plenty of extra time. Hey, Oktoberfest at Obergatlinburg is September 24th through October 31st. Log on today, obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Turn your fingers into a microphone and talk back. WGNSRadio.com is Rutherford County's online source for what matters to you. WGNSRadio.com. The Doug Young Educator of the Month from News Radio, WGNS, and City Tile and Floor Covering spotlights Miranda Good, a second and third grade behavior teacher at Mitchell Nielsen School. I decided to become a teacher when my son was in kindergarten and I realized how important it is for students to have a teacher who believes in their potential regardless of their behavior or academic struggles. The most rewarding thing about being a teacher is watching students grow academically and emotionally. When they grow to become confident in themselves and are able to reach their full potential, their whole outlook on school changes for the better. Miranda, what achievements are you most proud of? Working with an amazing group of educators and support staff to organize the best program at Mitchell Nielsen, and recently earning my master's degree in educational leadership through WGU. Before I retire, I'd like to become a special education coach or an assistant principal. Miranda Good, a second and third grade behavior teacher at Mitchell Nielsen School, is the Doug Young Educator of the Month, sponsored by City Tile and Floor Covering on Spring Street. Hey everyone, it's Jeff Gerstmann from GiantBomb.com, and I'm here with the latest from the world of video games. It's not too often that games get a fresh crack at finding an audience. Sometimes it's as simple as putting it out on some new platforms or giving it a fresh coat of paint. But with more and more games coming out all the time, it's only getting harder for developers to compete for players' attention. So I'm pretty surprised that everyone is suddenly talking about Splitgate. Splitgate is a first-person shooter that originally surfaced on the PC back in 2019. It's got a bit of a Halo style to it, but the catch is that you can shoot portals onto walls. So you can shoot other players through portals, teleport around the map, and so on. But last month it released on consoles, and the team at 1047 Games have polished it up quite a bit. Developers have had to push back their full release a bit to better account for the large number of players they're seeing. doesn't hurt that it's free and resurfacing at a time when a lot of other games are getting delayed. Regardless of the reasoning, you should give Splitgate a look. For more news and reviews from the world of video games, find me at GiantBomb.com. Satchmo Speaks. This is Soundbites, and I'm Jan Ziff. Jazz great Louis Armstrong, one of the towering figures in American music. It might seem like a weird coincidence in these unsettled times, but he lived for much of his life in Corona, a quiet neighborhood in Queens, New York. And now, with coronavirus having shut down the Louis Armstrong House Museum, you can enjoy a virtual visit with Satchmo himself at virtualexhibits.lewisarmstronghouse.com. It's a personally guided virtual tour of Armstrong's home, highlighted by his own personal record collection, and even tapes he made narrating aspects of his daily life. Satchmo passed away in 1971, but he lives and plays in this exhibit. It's great hunkering down entertainment, and I bet you'll learn a few things along the way. Head to virtualexhibits.lewisarmstronghouse.org. 
With Soundbites, I'm Jan Ziff for CBS News. This is Chip Walters, and you're listening to Rutherford County's Blue Raider Station. Yeah, we got them. MTSU Sports on WGNS AM, FM, online. All righty, folks, welcome back in. Right now the time, 8.49, as we kick off our second half of the second half of the action line. I guess this would make it the fourth quarter. Uh, but joining us, Pastor Drew Shelley from First United Methodist Church and uh, celebrating 201 years. So last year, the 200-year anniversary and um, kind of pushing things off to this year to really have the real celebration. And uh, gosh, so much to be thankful for and just so much growth. We were talking about, you know, Murfreesboro, how quickly it's grown. Right. And you guys have you know, kind of uh, kept pace as far as the church family growing, um, you know, right along with Murfreesboro. So we were talking about off air, there's a lot of needs when the community grows like this. Um, And one of the things you guys were talking about was uh, English language classes you guys provide for folks who are coming from different parts of the world, different parts of the country. Talk about that a little bit, because that's something you said, you know, people from over 50 countries from all around the world have, have come through uh, first United Methodist. That's incredible. And there, there is a need to, uh, you know, help, teach them English and help them kind of adapt. And you guys have stepped to the plate and been doing this for some time. That's right. It's it's kind of a quiet ministry that just happens. And uh, it's been part of our church family for a very long time, certainly longer. I've just been here two years. It's been going on certainly uh, much longer than that. But we have had hundreds and hundreds of folks come through that program to learn English as a second language. We've got great volunteers. Uh, Jackie and Carol lead a crew of folks who provide education and encouragement and support as people work to learn English. We're beginning to help folks with citizenship and things like that. So uh, help spread the word. If you know folks who uh, could benefit from that or who would like to be part of that, it's completely free. We have child care. We're happy to make it available to the whole community. And, And our volunteers are really good at it, too. So we always talk about the need for volunteers, uh, you know, Cliff Sharp joining us from Greenhouse Ministries in the Garden mm-hmm. Patch earlier, and just so many different entities in town where they, you know, say volunteers are the heartbeat of what we do. Without the volunteers, a lot of this wouldn't be possible. Um, so talk about some of those volunteer opportunities. What are some of those things folks come to you guys and they might have different skill sets? Uh, you know, age probably is a factor. If you're if you're having somebody maybe haul some lumber or maybe work behind a desk, maybe two different people for those jobs, but certainly a need for volunteers in any facet. Talk about that. Yeah, we, we call our disciples in action in the church and so our folks are invited to always be disciples in action we think a a faith a healthy life of faith includes serving an outflow of some kind uh uh, in in your life that is appropriate to your abilities and uh, we we find that uh, folks serve we've got a missions team that does work uh, that ranges from hosting folks overnight at stepping stones as i mentioned uh, we have to cook for those folks and uh, take care of their needs in in the building we spend the night there with them so folks can do that we've got office volunteers that help us in the office week to week we've got folks working with journey home cooking meals encouraging and supporting that important ministry in our community We've got a disaster recovery crew that goes out and does that real heavy lifting with heavy equipment, chainsaws, and all those sorts of things. Just so many ways for folks to live their faith and to plug into what's going on around here and uh, to all the ways that I think God is at work in our community. And what's the best way to reach you guys if somebody was listening now or they're, they're thinking, you know, maybe I do want to try volunteering. Maybe they would want to come visit the church and meet you guys. Uh, what's the best way? Who do they contact? Yeah, they can call the church uh, at any time and talk with uh, Patsy Canner or Dawn Gardler-Benny, who will be on the front lines answering the phone. Sally Millsap is our pastor of Disciples in Action. Sally Brown Millsap, some of y'all know her as Andy and Karen Brown's daughter. She's a wonderful pastor on our staff and uh, leads the charge on that work of missions in our 
our community. Uh, smillsap at fumcm.org is her email if, if folks want to contact her directly. We've got lots of ways for people to plug in. And, of course, FUMC Serves, we were talking about that off the air a little bit. That's coming up on the 12th of September. Tell us a little bit about that. That's right. That's a Sunday morning, and uh, on that Sunday, we'll gather for a short worship service. I promise the sermon will be very short because we've got lots of work to do. We'll start at 830, uh, do that in the sanctuary, and then uh, move out into the community and spend the rest of the morning and some part of the day serving in 10 or 12 different ways. Uh, you can go to our church website, fumcm.org. Right on the homepage is a link to sign up for that if you're interested in being part of FUMC Serves. You kind of have to log in and work through the list, but there are 10 or 12 ways that folks can serve uh, for people of all abilities. So it's, it's going to be a neat thing. We did it two years ago. Didn't do it last year because of the pandemic, but uh, two years ago, hundreds of folks partic- participated, and we're still hearing these wonderful stories of things that happened there. Absolutely awesome. So uh, back to the book. You guys are publishing a book. This is going to be kind of a history of the 200 years of the church. Mm -hmm. Uh, Evelyn Hicks, of course, the editor who who goes to the church with you guys, which is cool to kind of have all that in-house. And, uh, you know, what a a plethora of knowledge she has to be just to kind of talk to her and pick her brain on some of these things, some of these stories. Um, We did talk a little bit on the phone, but um, tell us again about this book. How do folks find it? When is it going to become available? And then we got a couple minutes left. Want to talk about the 26th again. Remind folks that's going to be the actual uh, birthday, and that'll be when the celebration happens. The book is already here. It's been published and it's available uh, at the church. Folks can call or come by and we're happy to sell the the book to them. I think the price is about $50. I think it's $50 for this book. It's a wonderful book suitable for your library, coffee table, whatever. Uh, But it's it's available now and it includes uh, a rich history of both our church and and our community too because you get to track the growth and change in Murfreesboro as you read through this wonderful book. Absolutely awesome. And then on the 26th, you guys are going to be opening up the time capsule, uh, be having a dinner, a communion with the church. Tell us a little bit more about that. What is the time going to be for that, that folks can yeah, start showing up? Uh, gather for worship either at 830, at 1030, and then uh, about 1130, we'll start serving. We should finish worship about 1130 or 1145, and then we'll have dinner on the grounds, uh, have a big tent set up in our in our churchyard, and just enjoy that fellowship time together, and then move into our program very quickly after that to learn some more about our history and open that time capsule and see what we find in there. Very cool. That's going to be exciting stuff. And uh, I think we can all remember, you know, being kids and younger and doing time capsules. I love that you guys are kind of bringing that back and you're going to have one uh, for the three or 400 year anniversary whenever that becomes, uh, whenever that comes to date. We'll put one, uh, we'll put one together and we have one from 2003 that is to be opened in 2103. So we we have found that it was not actually hidden away or or stored away. So we've got to put that somewhere and then we'll do a new one and put that somewhere too. We'll have time time capsules everywhere on the church grounds, I'm sure. Pastor Drew Shelley joining us from First United Methodist Church in Murfreesboro. So before you leave, I'm going to have to get you a WGNS sticker for the time capsule because we haven't been with you guys for your 200 years, but uh, the longest running show on Sunday for our Sunday uh, religious morning programming when we have the you know church services on the air. Uh, you guys have you guys have been there for, you know, gosh, I think I'm not 100%, but 30, 40 years. Right. I mean, it's been over half the existence of WGNS, and you guys have, I think, had that same time slot for most of that time. So. 11 o'clock Sunday morning. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Very we'll be cool. honored to put that in the time capsule. So <laughs> you signed it, and we'll put it in there. All righty. Absolutely <laughs> love it. Well, we're just about out of time this morning. Any final thoughts? Wanted to kind of turn it over to you and just thank you guys again for coming on and, and sharing some of this cool history. September 26th is the actual day that we're going to be kicking off the celebration. So uh, mark that down in your calendars, folks. There's going to be a lot to do and a lot to learn that day. 
thank you so much. It's been a gift to be with you. And uh, just share with the community, we give thanks for this wonderful place. We're happy to be part of this community. And it's such a rich uh, place that is just full of hope. And uh, in such divisive times, I think it's always good to remember that our faith, our faith in Jesus truly does uh, call us together. We remember Ephesians chapter 4, the unity of the Spirit that is the bond of peace. That's our hope. That's what we're praying for for ourselves, but also for this whole community and the whole world. All righty. Pastor Drew Shelley joining us. You've been awesome. Thank you so much for your time, and I look forward to having you on again soon, and we will be seeing you guys and uh, listening with you 11 o'clock on Sunday. Thank you, sir. All righty. Thank you. We're going to take a quick time out. We'll be back. Truman Jones and some live music set to kick off in the 9 o'clock hour, just a couple minutes away from that. we got news for you, weather and traffic in the meantime, so keep it here on your good neighbor station. You're listening to News Radio WGNS. Wade Hayes, owner of Toots Good Food and Fun. I strongly believe that volunteers make a positive difference in the quality of life here in our community. Our Toots volunteer is Tracy Binkley, a local financial advisor. Tracy and his wife Beth are very involved in the community and at Greenhouse Ministries. Tracy's a board member and Beth is a regular volunteer counselor. Tracy believes in helping others and has a long history of doing that in this community. A special thank you to Tracy Binkley, our Toots Outstanding Volunteer. At Toots, we strongly believe that it's important for every one of our citizens to give some of their time and talent back into the community. And we want to honor these individuals with a Toots gift certificate good at any of our Rutherford County locations. 860 Northwest Broad Street, on Church Street in the Barfield area, in Smyrna on Sam Ridley, and Toots West on Franklin Road at Rucker Lane. A heart for healing. When life challenges become a torrential flood, there are local doctors, nurses, and medical technicians who help you maneuver the swift waters. Gordon Ferguson, President and CEO of St. Thomas Rutherford Hospital. Middle Tennessee ENT surgeon George Converse is our Heart for Healing recipient. A listener writes, I would rate Dr. Converse a 10. I was bothered with sinus problems in and out of treatments, and then I heard about Dr. Converse. I can't take oral antibiotics, so Dr. Converse treated me with medical sinus rinses and then balloon sinuplasty. I'm doing great, thanks to Dr. Converse. Dr. George Converse with Middle Tennessee ENT receives dinner for two at the fabulous Alley on Main Street restaurant. Submit your Heart for Healing nomination to WGNS. News Radio, WGNS, Murfreesboro, the voice of Rutherford County, and the flagship station for Blue Raiders Sports. The Cordas Clock shows it's 9 o'clock. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Tennessee's unemployment rate drops for the second straight month. The Department of Labor and Workforce Development says the jobless rate for July was 4.7%, a slight drop from June. A year ago, during the pandemic, the July unemployment rate was nearly 9%. The national unemployment rate for July was 5.4%. 
She brought the police on the lookout for burglary suspects who were wearing badges. Photos of the suspects and the Infinity SUV they were using are posted on WGNSRadio.com. Despite their badges, police do not believe the suspects are members of law enforcement, so you'll also find the name of an actual policeman posted. He's who you can contact in case you know anything about the suspects. In February, TBI fire investigators joined Coffee County officials in responding to a fire scene on Lakeshore Drive in Beach Grove. During the investigation, agents developed information that identified 65-year-old James Davis as the prime suspect in starting the fire. He was indicted by the Coffee County Grand Jury in June and was arrested Wednesday on arson charges. He was booked into the Coffee County Jail on a $25,000 bond. A traffic advisory. There's a sobriety checkpoint planned for next month. Sergeant Scott Miller with the Tennessee Highway Patrol will be conducting a sobriety checkpoint on Friday, September 10th, 2021, located in South Rutherford Boulevard near Highway 41. Please do not drink and drive or drive impaired. You might save a life. If you're stopped, you need your license, registration, proof of insurance, and of course, you'll need to be sober. Socialize with us on social media. Log on to Facebook.com slash WGNS Radio and click the like button. I'm Ron Jordan reporting.